The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it is presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the number one rated sportsbook app, by the way. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts. We did the Ross Tucker football podcast today with Andrew Brandt. He was all over Dak Prescott, Jamal Adams, and even whether or not he thinks they'll actually play football this year. He is the star of the show. His name is Steve Fezzik. You can and should follow him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. We are at Ross Tucker NFL is me personally, at Ross Tucker Pod. For all of the different shows on our network. And tonight, we will have a virtual happy hour where I will have multiple beers, daddy sodas, with whoever wants to join at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Just go ahead and go to patreon.com slash RT Media so you make sure you're part of our private Tuckheads Slack channel and you get that link and we can say hello. Speaking of saying hello... This is our first ever Even Money podcast on our new YouTube page, which also means it's only the second time ever, Steve, that I've actually seen you. I I guess not in person. I met you once at the Venetian out in Vegas, but this is only the second time I've actually ever seen you. It's kind of nice to be able to see somebody as you talk to them. And really, with the last few months and all these Zooms and all that stuff and Skype and stuff, this is exactly how we should do it. Exactly right, Ross. And I got to ask you, are you sure you played O-lineman? Because you sure look like you played running back or tight end. Uh, what is your secret here post-NFL? Good question. Uh, this morning I was 239.6. So that is the least I've been since my junior year of high school. Wow. Uh, and, and the answer is, Steve, I work out a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. I work out probably 11 times a week, I would say. So I work out without fail every morning. And then three or four nights a week, I swim. So um, that's that's my deal when it comes to working out. And then 
I'm pretty good, man. During the week, like I'll have like a yogurt parfait for breakfast or this morning I had like apples and peanut butter. And then for lunch, I'll have salmon or a salad and the same for dinner. Where I where I go off the deep end is on weekends or if I start drinking, if I start having some daddy sodas, man, it's tough. It is tough to have a few of those and then later that night not not eat something. But uh, I do the best I can. I'm trying, man. I, I look at everything so differently now. Like having two little girls, like I just want to be able to be active with them. And who knows? Hopefully, maybe someday uh, they'll have kids. I'll have grandkids, and it'd be cool to <laughs> to be active with them. Which I don't know how you know. I don't know how many ex NFL linemen for seven years are able to be really active with their grandkids. You know, from an orthopedic standpoint. So. I'm gonna to try to give it every shot I every shot I can. Yeah, and I was gonna say, in a stark contrast to the Ross Tucker um, reports at the buffet in Lambo, etc., which is a big favorite of the fans to hear about the peanut butter cookies and everything else you consumed prior to that. You know what, Steve? It's actually amazing how many people bring that up. How many people love looking at the press box food, like I've become for a certain percentage of people, I've become the press box food guy. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, like I went to Princeton, played seven years in the NFL and I'm the press box food video guy. Like that's, that's my deal. But I I guess it's better than nothing. And Steve, let's just hope that we have press box food reports this season college nfl please 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 and i want to start with you there and i want to start are there places that you're aware of that you can bet on how many games get played or sports coming back seasons finishing etc are you aware of any of those lines being out there and have you taken advantage of it in any way? I have not. The only sport that I saw was baseball about three weeks ago. They had a yes, no. Will baseball be played? The yes was a big favorite, minus 400. Kept dropping with all the problems the owners and the players were having negotiating. They might want to look up the definition of that term so that the odds dropped from yes, minus 400 to minus 300 to being off the boards. But good news it looks like July 24th, we're going to have baseball and certainly looks like we're going to have NBA July 30th. Who knows about college sports? You know, it would not surprise me, Ross. This could be a year where we could see college sports in the SEC and football and maybe not in some other places. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, uh, as you know, I played in the Ivy League and I saw recently where the Patriot League Uh, which is Lehigh, Georgetown, Lafayette, Bucknell, Colgate, schools like that, Fordham, they announced that their student-athletes will not be allowed to travel by plane this fall. And also, I don't believe they're going to let them play sports at all until September 21st, which is interesting because September 12th, Fordham is supposed to play at Hawaii. I know that I'm I'm scheduled to call the game between Bucknell and Army 
on September 4th. So I don't know. I I, I guess those games are canceled. Maybe they're going to be postponed to a later date. I, I really don't know. But that was the first information of note I've seen. I guess I kind of get the traveling part in a plane, although most of the time they charter a flight and it's just the same guys in the locker room, the same team anyway. And then number two, I don't know what the difference is between September 4th and September 21st. I don't know. I I guess the thought process is, I'll I'll tell you what it is. They're not letting these student-athletes come back to campus until the students do. So whereas camp might start August 5th and school starts August 26th, they're not letting these these student-athletes come back until the students come back which means they're going to have to have a training camp starting August 26th or whenever the students come back. So they can't play a game until the 21st of September or whatever. I I don't, I guess I understand the logic, Steve, that they are students first, but I mean, I, I, on some level, I would think it's almost more valuable for them to get the student athletes back first, see how that goes, get them tested since they're the most likely carriers, uh, you know, and, and being in close proximity, I'm not. I'm not sure. I totally understand the logic. Yeah, and remember, everything's changing day to day. Just uh, what was it? A week ago, Texas governor went ahead and said, "Look, we're going to have up to 50 percent of fans in the stands at Cowboys games and at collegiate events." And then, boom! All the COVID cases surged in Texas, and now. Those numbers are, you know, are spiking so much that there's concerns whether there's going to be any football in Texas um, in, on the collegiate level. So I think it's way too premature to forecast into uh, September, given just how fast things have changed the past 10 days here in, in um, June. Did you place a bet on whether or not MLB was coming back? I did not place a bet. You know, in retrospect, despite their best efforts of the owners and the players not to have a season, and I gotta, I gotta say, I'm not, I'm not a players guy. You know, I don't need to get players on my show to interview them and the like, so I don't need to appease them. I really think the players did not ever come back with 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 any offer that was reasonable at all. They were just they stood fast. They're like. Hey, we want as many games as possible. We want to play into November. We want to earn the same per game. And given the circumstances of what's gone on with no fans in the stands, I really thought that the players should have come back much earlier and said, you know what? We're willing to take a small haircut on our pro rata pay personally. And I really think that that's what caused us not to have baseball in most of July. Well, uh, you know what? There's blame on both sides. Because I would say that, and I'm always going to be a player's guy, but from an owner's perspective, they want the players to have to handle and, 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 and deal with some of the losses from this year. But the players don't really necessarily – it's not like there's a salary cap. So the players don't necessarily always participate in the games – because I know no, yeah. revenue's gone up the last couple of years, but salaries have gone down. And not only that, the players don't participate in the franchise value skyrocketing at all. Now, the flip side is 
and this is why the NFL wouldn't have such issues, it's revenue sharing. So, like, they already know the players get 48.5% of whatever comes in. So, it's like, so my point is this the NFL, those players would never be able to, like, well, in that instance, they could get their full prorated share because they're sharing whatever the revenue is. But if it were the equivalent of baseball, they wouldn't be able to pay those guys the same they're getting per game when they're losing all that other money. So I kind of I kind of agree with you. So here's the question. Uh, actually, one more question first. Have you seen any bets on seasons finishing? I have not, and it's a great question. What's going to happen if seven Phillies suddenly come down with this virus in September instead of June? Now, this happened in the Moscow Soccer uh, Premier League. They had two situations where teams went ahead and did catch the COVID, got put into quarantine. They played a game, 10 to one was the final, Ross, 10 to one. They had a bunch of teenagers out there playing for this Russia team. And you gotta wonder, you know, you can't have a situation like that occur in professional sports where they field a team like that. I think a forfeit uh, certainly is an option. I think that a postponement and the like, there's some real headaches that could occur moving forward. So here's my question for you. What what do people need to be aware of from a COVID standpoint with placing bets, whether it's futures bets or whatever, in case they cancel the season or postpone it even longer or whatever? I mean, I don't know what's written on those tickets, what people know. What, what do they need to know about uh, potential COVID concerns from betting, forget like who you would bet on or tips. I'm talking like the actual exchange of money and what could possibly happen one way or the other because of this. There's three types of uh, futures bets that you can make. One is a season win bet. The vast majority of those bets stipulate all the games have to be played. In MLB, sometimes they just say 160 games needed to be played. So if you bet on a season win on baseball or the NBA, Let's say you play Golden State to go under 48 season wins. That's going to be a refund, even though Golden State had no chance to get to 48 games the entire year uh, because of that stipulation. Now, if you bet on a team to win the NBA title or to win the World Series, you still have action as long as a champion eventually is crowned. The middle area, the gray areas, if you bet on a team to win a division. And then you got to go book by book and see what the house rules are, what the fine print says in terms of whether you have action or whether you don't have action. Got it. Okay. So those are the three scenarios that we need to look at. Um, before we get into some of your tips on the specific sports, I did want to recommend, you know, I'm a big fan. If you're going to be placing your bets, you really should do it where you're allowed to via the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's America's top-rated sportsbook for a reason. And it's putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. So whether it's La Liga or Premier League or NASCAR or UFC or golf, people are loving betting golf right now. DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe, secure, and reliable betting app 
You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. That's key. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Think about that, $1,000. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out right now. Just enter code ROSS when you sign up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I feel a little self-conscious, Steve, when I do disclaimer voice on video. It never bothered me when we were just doing audio, but now that I know that people are watching this as well, and I'm looking down to do the disclaimer, like, and I get into my disclaimer voice. I'm a little self-conscious about that. Should I be? No, and you did it excellent. I actually listened intently because there was one aspect of your disclaimer I certainly wanted to hear, and that was 25 times rollover required. And some people would be like, wait a minute, why do I have to roll it over 25 times? Here's why. Think about this. If it was a one-time rollover, all of a sudden Ross Tucker would call every fraternity buddy he ever had. And they would all – I don't know if DraftKings is, is up and running in Pennsylvania. I know. Yes, yeah. Yes. Pennsylvania, Jersey, Indiana, yeah. So imagine this. You have a party, and you, you, and you go ahead and pile all your buds and 50 of them with social distancing, I guess. And you all go to DraftKings. Each one deposits $1,000, gets their bonus. This is going to be a $50,000 hit to DraftKings after they make one wager. And they get bet on opposite sides of a game. And that's why – a rollover requirement really is necessary. And what does that mean for the people that aren't that the, the rollover requirement 25 times rollover? What does that mean for people that aren't familiar? Right. So you deposit your thousand dollars and DraftKings says, Oh, you're gonna get a thousand dollar bonus, but you gotta bet twenty-five thousand dollars in action before that thousand dollar bonus is gonna be released. But think about that, twenty-five thousand. Oh, that sounds like a whole lot. If you're laying minus a dollar ten, the house edge is only four point five four percent. I know a lot of numbers. So the, um, w- when you're betting 25000 what they're counting on is that over the course of that time that they're going to be able to um, win back enough figures to pay for that bonus. But you know what? If you're gambling anyways, why not? And this way you're going to pick up an extra $1,000. Yeah, and my understanding is um, they actually start to release your bonus as you hit the marker. Like it, it, it's uh, not like at the end of the twenty five. You get the whole thousand. It's like as you get to the five or ten, they release part of it. Yeah, as you're going through. Yeah, here in Nevada, we have WSOP, and when they give bonuses like this, they release them in five and ten dollar increments, which is much better for the player, obviously. Right. All right. So let's get into it then, Steve. NBA, MLB, NHL—they're all coming back. Uh, at least at this moment on June 24th at the end of next month. So as soon as you saw that MLB's official, NBA looks like it's official, NHL, did you right away run and make bets, Steve? And if you did, what were they? I did not run away and make bets, but I immediately started thinking about teams I want to back, teams I want to fade. Let's start with the NBA. I think that the players opting out of going to Orlando is huge because I think it sends a message. If you're a player and you don't want to go to Orlando for whatever reason, 
you're not all in on your team. You're not all in on winning. There's some other uh, aspect of your life that has a priority, rightly or wrongly, but I think it sends a real bad message to the team, and it's a bad look for the team. Now, we already saw this with some elective surgeries. Wanted to get your feelings as a former player, Ross. When you have Utah's Bogdanovich, who's been playing with a wrist injury all year long, and he chooses to have that surgery, season-ending surgery, you're looking at the Spurs Aldridge doing the same thing with his surgery. What type of message does that send to his teammates? And I think those are teams I want to go ahead and fade in Orlando. Would you agree? Yeah, I think what it says is that they're putting their career first. I don't blame them necessarily, but they're putting their career first because if they wait until after this restart, then I think they're worried about even being ready on time for the start of the next year. So I think that's why they're. it's funny, Steve, the two years that I was with the Redskins, I, certainly, I don't know if he did it the first year, but the second year, Bruce Smith got one of his knees scoped like the day before training camp started. And the running joke was he just didn't want to go through training camp. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if they even went in there and did anything. I mean, he was 38, so I'm sure they could have cleaned up something. But to do it July 26th when he could have done it the whole offseason. So we would joke about that. And there's a couple other guys that like there was some skepticism about whether or not when they got their surgeries before training camp, it was legit or not. There's other guys like I didn't have my back surgery until April because I was trying to avoid it. And the doctor said, I hopefully I could avoid it. So that's different. Uh, then the other thing you get into is during the season, whether or not you play through something or you have the surgery then. And in the NFL, by and large, if there's any way possible, guys play through the injuries and then have the surgery afterwards. I mean, I can tell you one year, 2004 with the Bills, after the year, Jonas Jennings had a shoulder surgery. Trey Teague had a wrist surgery. I had a back surgery. Valerio, I think, might have had some. Like, those last few games, we were all playing with things that we knew we were going to have to get operated on more than likely after the year. But that's just kind of what you do as a football player. And you do it for your teammates, and you do it because you're kind of expected to do it. I don't know. I don't know if they do that as much in the other sports where the contracts are guaranteed and like baseball in the NBA. I really don't have that answer, but that's a good initial tip on the NBA is basically you are fading the opt-out teams. Yes, and so we've just had three players opt out. Uh, the Wizards' second leading scorer, Davis Bertans. He's a free agent. He's not injured. He's just like, ah, I'm not going to play. Now I give him kudos a little bit. Ross, he didn't make up some excuse, didn't say he wants to spend more time with his kids or his dad. Um, he just said, I'm not playing. Uh, Avery Bradley of the Lakers has opted out. Trevor Ariza has opted out with Portland. Both of those guys have kids and issues going on uh, there. But bottom line is, wow, I think that sends a, a message to your teammates that that is not my priority, and I have to wonder – I don't think it's going to be an issue with the Lakers because obviously you got LeBron all in, but a team like the Wizards that have almost, let's face it, the Wizards have no chance to advance far in the playoffs anyways. How motivated are the Wizards going to be to be in Orlando? Or are they just be looking to go into Magic Mountain if they 
can. Um, it's interesting. According to DraftKings Sportsbook, the the top five teams that have been bet on in terms of by handle uh, to win the finals. Now, this goes back to March 14th. So basically when the season ended. Lakers are one. Sixers are two by handle. Nuggets are three. Clippers four. Trailblazers five. And then by bets, volume of bets, Lakers again one, Bucks two, Clippers three, Sixers four, Nuggets five. What's interesting about the Nuggets is, isn't wasn't it Jokic that he tested positive over overseas? And they don't know when he'll be able to get back. Yeah, he and Jokovic, uh, the two Jokers, if you will, pair of Jokers, tested positive. But by all reports. Um, um, Jokic is um, asymptomatic and should be ready to travel in 10 days or so. So it should not be a problem. And he's apparently in great shape. Uh, The money on Portland would make sense, right? Because Portland probably wasn't going to be able to make the playoffs. Now Now they have a chance. And here's a team loaded with talent that had two starters, including Nurkic, that's been out. They're going to come back healthy now. So... Any other NBA thoughts other than opt out before we get to MLB or NHL? I think you got to really question some of these teams that like the Wizards, like the Spurs. Are do they really want to be there? And is this not just going to be, hey, let me show up and not get my um, my paycheck reduced by one ninety second for every game that I miss, as opposed to really chasing a serious playoff run? What about the t- uh, us, uh, the NHL? I'll, I'll skip to the NHL because they're also finishing a season like the NBA. Okay, so the NHL, what's happened is that weird format. The one through four top seeds in each conference are going to play round robin just to get in shape. And their prior records only are going to matter in terms of a tiebreaker. Whoever wins that round robin is going to get the number one seed in both the East and, and in the West. And because of that, normally you'd say, hey, these teams are going to be super motivated to get the one seat, but there's no home ice. They're still choosing what the cities are going to be, that there's going to be two hub cities apparently, and Vegas is in the running to be one of the hub cities. Because of that, I don't think any of these teams really have very much incentive at all. But I will say this, Ross, they have a huge edge over the five through eight teams that are playing the nine through 12 teams, they're going to play at best three out of five. And that's going to be all in hockey to advance. And I think it's going to certainly give the one through four seeds a big advantage in the first round of the playoffs, even without any home ice. Got it. Okay. And then finally, um, MLB, which is different because it's just starting its season. I mean, do people look back and look at Steve, Teams that historically get off the fast starts or slow starts, because that's really all it is this year, is a start. Um, I think I read somewhere where the Nationals wouldn't have even made the playoffs, obviously, a year ago, and they went on to win the World Series. So what's the uh, what's the Major League Baseball tips? I, I think I would look towards underdogs, especially in division betting. Let's talk about an elite MLB team. So a team is supposed to win – say, over 97 games, win 60% of the games. There's only two of them that are projected to do so this year, the Yankees and the Dodgers. So you get an elite team supposed to win 60% of their games, but they're supposed to win 36 games right now with the 60-game season. An average team's supposed to win 30 games. So think about that. 
the elite team's only six games better than an average team, not even an above average team, but an average team. That's not much margin for error versus in a, in a full season, you've got a disparity where a team's going to win 97, average team's going to win 81. That's a 16-game differential. It's going to take so much luck for the average team to overcome that. Here, you're going to have situations where a Padres team could beat the Dodgers. Uh, a Blue Jays team could beat the Yankees for a divisional title. I would only look towards underdogs if you're betting the divisions. Got it. All right. I like that a lot as well. We also have a question today, Steve, from one of our – not only one of our listeners – but one of the Tuckheads, he's one of our patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media. And he has been on both virtual happy hours that we've had so far. So I'm expecting to see him and talk to him again tonight. That is my guy, Jim Hines. And his question was, of the sports that are going on right now, golf, NASCAR, soccer, which ones does Steve bet? And where, what are his go-to places for information on those sports? Yeah, great question, because I typically don't bet golf. I typically don't bet UFC. I typically don't bet soccer. So this is not going to be the answer a lot of people are going to want to hear. But my go-to is other professional gamblers that I share. I share. So I give out – I give them the football bets that I'm making, the basketball bets I'm making – and they give me tips about UFC to back and about golf. As, as far as like one tip about I just made on golf, I bet that um, and this is this is, I guess, illustrative. I'm not even sure what the tournament's called this week. So <laughs> if it's the travelers or what. But um, I, I've, I've told the wind's going to blow more on Saturday than expected weather wise. And after last week's um, uh tournament where the winner was apparently 22 under par the over under on the winning score was 260 and a half and i played over 260 and a half because of a weather report tip i got from a uh, fellow gambler got well that makes sense right i mean you guys can only put so much time and work into what you're doing and so it makes sense to have your buddies that ex are experts in other sports give you some tips and vice versa yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it is so streamlined that Ross, I'm at a point where like, I can't work with a guy that has to talk to me. I'm like, I'm like text, text, text. I don't care why. I don't care the reasons. Just text me the golf bet that I'm supposed to make. Thank you. I will text you the football bets. Well, and I would tell you this too, Jim, uh, Jim Hines asking the question. I think Jim already knows this, but I'm a big fan and believer in BetQL. Uh, so go to BetQL website or the BetQL app. They always have – I mean, they've got so much information. It's almost information overload. you got to go there and find, you know, the tidbits that you want that help you. I think Jim's actually the one that has, has won a lot based on going to BetQL, which is pretty cool. Well, that'll do it, Steve, our first ever YouTube edition of the Even Money Podcast, obviously always available, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the normal audio outlets. But for those of you that want to check out, see what Steve looks like, you want to see us go back and forth a little bit, we'll also be posting these social media clips at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. He's at Fezzik Sports and only at Fezzik Sports, except no imposters because 
there really are imposters out there, unfortunately. And if you want a little bit more action, go ahead over to fantasypoints.com. Use the code FEAST, all caps, and that way you can enter to try to go against me and Joe Dolan in one of our best ball drafts this summer. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.